It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Two-thirds of Wild Card Weekend is done. One game we did not expect Monday. We will preview the Buffalo weather change for those Steelers. Some negativity with the Eagles game happening Monday. Detroit Lions going where no Lions have gone before. All that and more coming up on today's Peacock and Williamson. NFL analyst Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson bring you expert NFL analysis every day in less than 30 minutes. Get an inside look into the NFL on the field and in the front office. With elite breakdowns, next-level analysis, and in-depth information only for the real NFL fans. This is Peacock and Williamson, and it starts now. Welcome to the Peacock and Williamson NFL show. Brian Peacock alongside Matt Williamson at BD Peacock at Williamson NFL. Thanks, everybody, for making us your first listen on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Love the everydayers out there. We appreciate you. And make sure you are subscribed on YouTube and everywhere you get your podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On for $20 off your first ticket purchase. All right, so uh, did not expect to still be talking about a Bills-Steelers game that has not happened yet. <laughs> I know that has changed your schedule, which is why this Monday episode's out a little bit later. We're going to still talk about that game and how things might have changed because of the the time change of that game and the delaying it a couple of days here. Um, but I want to talk NFC first, but uh, thanks for working out a new schedule here so we could get this Monday podcast in. Yeah, yeah, to pull back the curtain. So I do the first hour of the pre-pre-game show for the Steelers, and that's in studio, and that's four hours before the kickoff. So it's four thirty kickoff, and we were just talking during that show has kind of a COVID feel to it. You're like Monday at four thirty or twelve thirty, you know, when I'm on the radio, shouldn't be when I'm out there, you know, previewing games. But it's it, just one of those weird situations, and. I drank a lot of coffee. You know, I was at the radio station chugging coffee left and right. I'm ready to roll. We got a full day ahead. I still got another pregame segment to do when we're done. So giddy up. Let's roll, man. Not quite as jacked up as 72-year-old Pete Carroll, but uh, we, with the caffeine helping out, <laughs> Matt Williamson is is very close at this point. So uh, NFC side of things, let's start with the Detroit Lions. Congrats yeah, to the Detroit Lions on doing something that they haven't done in their 94-year history as a franchise. And those – those fans might still be in the stadium right now. They they hadn't left uh, an hour after the game, and they, they may never leave. They might just hang out there until the next week's game when they find out who their opponent is going to be after Monday Night Football this week, Matt. But um, one, just, just to really show what has been accomplished for Lions fans. And look, I cover the, the 49ers. Grew up, you know, my first 49ers memories are 1989, 1988, when they're going back-to-back Super Bowl titles, right? You're a Steelers fan. You've seen three coaches in your lifetime. You've seen a lot of uh, winning in that organization and a lot of playoff games. Detroit Lions fans have not had that luxury, Matt. And to put it this way, Albert Breer put it great. He said, in the 93-year here, let let me go back to it. The, The Lions will play two home playoff games in the same year 
for the first time in the 94-year history of the franchise. How about that? Never, never been done. This is uh this is a new yeah. era. Uh the the coach is pumped. The the quarterback poetically making the not only winning Jared Goff, but making the throw, the dagger throw to end the game to beat his old team that traded him away and wanted a better quarterback. And now it is the Lions advancing over those Rams. Amazing. And I don't pay, usually when the game's over, I don't hang around and watch a lot of the post-game interviews and all that stuff. But you could tell Goff was not fighting back tears, but fighting back the emotions of how important that was to him. The whole stadium's chanting for him. And I'll be honest, I mean, the, the final NFC game hasn't happened yet, but I wanted both these teams to win. I wish they were playing the Bucks and Eagles so that they could both advance because I thought this was a very even matchup. I would say red zone was probably the difference when you really dissect it. I mean, the Lions were better in the red zone, and maybe that's the difference in what I thought was an extremely even-fought game. I'm going to get redundant in saying this, and that also applies to Steelers-Bills, but quarterbacks came to play this weekend, and in this game, we saw two of them. You know, the other games, I think we saw one, and and that team won, you know what I mean? And this one, we actually got to see two big-time quarterbacks in that environment doing their best work, which was fun. It was funny because the first half of this game, I thought it was going to end up being, you know, 40 to 39. And then all of a sudden, points got a little bit more difficult in the second half to score, and it was a 24-23 win and only nine total, three field goals in the second half combined between the two teams after they were just marching down the field to start. Nobody Mm -hmm. could stop them and, and you know Stafford was great in this game got knocked out maybe if it was not a playoff game might not have been allowed to go back in the game eyes rolled back in his head that yeah, was, that was a scary moment uh, it was back-to-back plays with Puka Nakua as well getting hit and I thought he broke his stinking neck out there and then both those guys were back on the field and had phenomenal games 367 passing yards for Stafford and a couple touchdowns in that one Puka Nakua a rookie record on top of already a rookie a regular season record of yards, 181 yards and nine catches in, in the touchdown in that one. And just the toughness and those guys playing through it. And really the lines or the, the Rams, it was a great season. They played above their heads and they have something to build on going forward now. And hopefully Matthew Stafford can stay healthy a little bit longer to, to see that through. Yeah. And they've drafted really well and, you know, and they actually have a first round pick going forward. Stafford looks like he could play a few more years, you know, and this is a fun team to build around. Nakua is very legit. I I, kind of felt like the Lions might have had one more weapon than the Rams. You know, the Rams had two dudes where the Lions have the Jamison Williams and Montgomery's. Yeah, speed. Yeah, because the, the two best receivers, the two best weapons on offense are Puka Nakua and Cooper Cup, and neither one of them's, you know, fat, speed is not their their strongest assets. Yeah. Uh, Puka Nakua, actually, the closest, I think the closest comp for him as an NFL player is the guy on the other side in St. Brown. Very similar, just toughness. Similar. Um, Hard to get a little bit of extra uh, juice as a as a runner after the catch, although Puka Nakua's tough after the catch as well. Um, and, yeah, that rookie class – Unbelievable. Uh, you had Avila, the 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 guard in the second round, the two third round pass rushers, and oh, the good, fifth yeah. rounder, or was it a fifth or sixth rounder, Davis Allen, the the tight end. The tight end. Clemson, he was a guy I liked a lot pre-draft, and I uh, it was tight really, end draft. Yeah, he, he might he might be their starter going forward because that torn ACL this late in January for Tyler Higby. You hate seeing that got hit in the knee. They think it's an ACL. We'll, we'll await MRI still on that one. They might've found their long-term starting tight end as well in that rookie class. Unbelievable. 
Yeah, it's pretty interesting. So it really is a good class. Everyone talks about how, you know, the Rams don't ever have first round picks and they didn't. But you find Cooper Cup and Nakua and those guys in the mid rounds and you have the star power and Stafford and and Aaron Donald and great coach. So the Rams are going to be in this thing, I would imagine. And the Lions should be unbelievably excited. I mean, they're a really fun team. I mean, I wouldn't be thrilled to play them next round at all. And they're going to be favorites in that second home True. game as well yeah. at home uh, are the Detroit Lions. So fantastic there. Love the way the Lions are playing. Defensive side of the ball, can they hang on? Can they play more like the second half than the first half is a question. I have similar questions about the Green Bay Packers here. And I have a similar tie-in, actually. So I have similar questions about the Packers' defense as I do the Lions' defense. But I want to give kudos to the Packers' coaching staff, similar to the, the Rams' coaching staff, because I think when you see a team over and over – hitting on mid late round draft picks. It's yeah. not just because they scouted these guys and they're amazing. They're coaching these guys up and these players are being developed and are better off landing in destinations like, you know, Rams. And, you know, we've seen it with the San Francisco 49ers. We've seen it a lot with the Packers and these young receivers. And of course, Jordan loves, this is his breakout party for a lot of people who just kind of forgot about him. Never really knew much about him. We, we cover the NFL daily, Matt. And I haven't seen a lot of, Jordan Love until this year, and he's been amazing in the second half of the season and continued that in the playoffs, destroying the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, and I, I mentioned at the start of the show, you know, I'm going to say a lot about quarterbacks, and I, this isn't just one game reaction. This is what they've done really for the better part of the year, but I think Stroud and Love have arrived. You know, I, I don't know if the the Packers can win a lot of games, you know, going forward. They, they're going to San Fran, right? I mean, that's a tough draw, of course. Yeah. But, man, the youngest team in the league, they also have a head coach. I mean, I never put LaFleur in the Shanahan-McVay conversation, but maybe he's not far off at all. And Jaden Reed and Watson and those tight ends are only going to get better and better. So they're playing with house money, and you really got to be excited for where they're at as well. Um Maybe we'll talk Dallas a lot more, you know, in the next coming days. But uh, unfortunately, the rest of the games we've talked about that already happened kind of stink. I mean, teams, three teams laid an egg, you know. Right. That, yeah. And, and the Dallas Cowboys are one of those. Are the Dallas Cowboys uh. fraud? I'm seeing a lot of that. Let's talk about the Cowboys next. Uh, yeah. And then get into the those blowouts that happen on the AFC side of things so far. And then we're going to take a peek here at the Monday games as well as we finish up Wild Card Weekend, continuing into Monday here on Peacock and Williamson. Today's episode of Peacock and Williamson is brought to you by Game Time, and you download the Game Time app, get $20 off on your next ticket purchase. More on that in a moment. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the NFL games, sporting events, music, comedy, theater events near you, killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, their best price guarantee, Game Time, takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. So you don't have to worry. It shouldn't be a hassle buying tickets for your next big event. Just download Game Time and see the view from your seat before you buy. You know exactly what you're going to get when you arrive. All-in price is my favorite part because I hate those hidden fees. Right at checkout, you think you get a price, and that is not the price. And sometimes it's double the price. Uh, your tickets are all-in pricing shown up front so you know you're getting a great deal before you check out, you buy those tickets in a couple of taps. They're right there on the app. When you arrive at your event, you don't have to go fishing through your email, your tickets on the Game Time app. So take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDON for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, 
create an account and redeem code locked on for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Today's episode of Peacock and Williamson is also brought to you by Jace Medical and the Jace Case. And we always come together here to talk sports and escape reality and some of the craziness of real life at times. But let's get real for a minute and talk about preparing for real life. And according to the FDA, pharmacies are running out of antibiotics like amoxicillin. And imagine needing certain medication for you or your family and maybe specific needs for your family that you can modify and make sure you get the right Jace case for you. More on the Jace case in a second. Uh, Supply chain issues that could keep you from life-saving medications. Maybe you are traveling and you know you're going to be where you're in a remote area, no cell service, you're not going to have access to medication. Natural disasters could happen at any point, depending on where you are in the world and what type of natural disaster (laughs) happens in your particular area. The Jace case is a a pack of five different antibiotics to treat a long list of bacterial illnesses, UTIs, respiratory infections, skin infections, among many, many others. So visit jacemedical.com and complete your physician visit It will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medications dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. Go to jacemedical.com and use offer code LOCKEDON to get $20 off your Jace case. That is Jace Medical, J-A-S-E medical.com. Are the Dallas Cowboys frauds? The, The trending, the most trending words on Twitter after that game was trade Dak. Uh, There's talk of getting rid of quarterbacks, getting rid of head coaches, clearly a team like the Dallas Cowboys, who is the two seed coming into the playoffs is massively disappointed by a first round wild card exit, not good enough on defense and really carved up by Jordan love and that Packers offense. And then on the offensive side of the ball, we saw the thing that everyone talked about with Dak coming into the year He goes through the season, has this year where he doesn't throw interceptions and is really efficient. He's in the MVP conversation, and then he comes out and throws a bunch of picks in the wild card playoff game, Matt. One and done Cowboys. Yeah, it's rough. I mean, you're hearing Belichick stuff, I mean, which is bizarro, but we'll talk about that more, I guess, going forward. You have to have your doubts. I mean, I'm a big Dak believer. I'm not a big McCarthy believer, but both have histories of not quite coming through in the big moment and, you know, the, that that clutch time and maybe the combination's too much. And what was C.D. Lamb doing to start the game? Or I'm not even sure if I blame C.D. Lamb, but they could just tell everything was discombobulated there and this defense blowing coverages. And, uh, you know, we're talking about Quinn going to Seattle to be the head coach. I mean, I'd be a little less excited about that today than I was two days ago. And, it's a super talented defense. I don't know, man. I, I mean, I, I think Dallas fans should be disappointed. I mean, they have not had a lot of postseason success since Aikman. You know what I mean? I mean, it's and you, sometimes you need to look at ownership too. I mean, if you're a, a hands-on owner, maybe you're part of the problem. <laughs> with with the the talent that the Cowboys have on defense, I wonder mm-hmm. if a game like this affects Dan Quinn, who was. Thought to be maybe a front runner for the, I know. the Seahawks job as well. How do you? And it's funny because you you look too much into sometimes one game and it's it's recency bias and you you overrate it maybe. And it if does this happens um, in week three, nobody cares. You know, I mean, it's, right. just, it's the exactly. nature of it, right? And according to Josina Anderson, uh, she says regarding the potential of considering. Uh, surrounding Cowboys, the 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 considerations surrounding Cowboys head coach Mike McCarthy and his job status. 
Uh, Josina says that she's told, quote, no discussions of that stuff at this point. And so okay. it's not going to be a, you know, a morning after firing and it's already past morning now on Monday for Mike McCarthy. Does that mean his job is completely safe? I don't know. But as it as as of now, uh, nothing there is going to happen. And I thought it was interesting that Dak Prescott said after the game, you know, and I love him taking ownership of it. He said, if Mike McCarthy's on the hot seat. I should be, too. And Cowboys fans. Yeah, I love that. Okay, send them both out. Was the get them out of here? Yeah. Well, you you can't really win in that case if you're Dak Prescott. You're trying to be honest, and he talked about how he played bad, and he did. He did. So uh, maybe this news happens in the next couple days. But the only reason I could see a coaching change is Belichick. And I've been told way before, you know, earlier in the season, Jerry Jones has adored Belichick from afar from a very long time, and. Don't forget Belichick's, you know, mentor Bill Parcells was the head coach of the Cowboys too. Like they're these guys obviously know each other. They've been the you know monsters for a long time. I can't see a random, you know, coordinator that's twenty eight years old getting this job, but I could see Belichick or Vrabel. What about Vrabel? Yeah, it's not bad either. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Vrabel maybe would not take duties from the Jones family. That's that's still the sticking point for me with with potentially Belichick. And Jerry Jones is is mm-hmm. the Jones family's going to be in charge, and I don't know if Belichick's going to be cool with that. Right, it could turn into Jerry, you know, Jimmy Johnson, real quickly, you know. Yeah, it could be <laughs> good. I mean, and some like, things you like, yeah, I, okay, I can deal with it, and then you start dealing with it, and you're like, nope, never mind, don't like that at all. Two years, I'm done. But you give yeah. him Dak Prescott and Micah Parsons, he might get that Shula record and maybe a ring. Who knows? So Green Bay Packers advance and really hot in the second half of the year coming into the playoffs, nine and eight, the worst record of the playoff teams and now knocking off the two seed Cowboys on the road. And they're going to have to be road warriors if they're going to do with this because they got to go to the 49ers now primetime Saturday night, 48, 32 win for the Packers. Looking at the AFC side of things that happened on Saturday, Matt, a couple of blowouts. And was it as simple as both teams had Better quarterback play because the Chiefs Dolphins, especially when I watched Patrick Mahomes throwing the ball on the same field in the same game and Tua throwing the ball in the same field in the same game. Patrick Mahomes was not bothered by it. And Tua was. I think it might be potentially that simple. And Tua was like bundled up. It looked like he was wearing an extra uniform underneath his uniform. He looked very thick. And I don't know what what, you know, the I mean, look, I can't. I wouldn't want. I wouldn't even have gone to the game and stood in the stands, let alone be able to play. <laughs> right. I'm not blaming Tua at all, but that's what makes Patrick Mahomes special: is he can grip the ball and, and swing the ball in whatever kind of weather comes his way. And to me, maybe it's oversimplification, but I thought that was the difference. I, I do too. I, I thought the AFC. I mean, I thought all of them came down to quarterbacks, not Lions, Rams, but sometimes it is that simple. Frankly, I think that'll be the difference in Bill Steelers. I don't know that Hertz is in that category to be, you know, a star top five quarterback where I think Love and Stroud are trending. Mahomes has lived his whole career there. And I don't think two is ever going to get there, to be very honest with you. And he's probably going to be the scapegoat, you know, and somewhat deservedly so but his team is also very injured and maybe his co- i mean it's, they're not winning games late in seasons with that coaching staff and quarterback and maybe everyone's to blame not just one guy yeah and you know on the road in the cold the, the yeah. writing is kind of on the wall and you hope they would be able to run the ball and, and that would be a difference there but you know it just it just wasn't enough they couldn't muster the offense no. you know kudos to spagnolo who I, i'm surprised i haven't seen his name more on head coaching lists by the way 
I wonder at this point, does he just not want to do that? Does he just want to be a lifetime DC and hang with Reed and Mahomes? Not a bad gig. If you're a defensive coordinator and you have that head coach and quarterback, that's not the worst thing in the NFL, especially if you're among the highest. So he could probably go to ownership and say, how about a little more scratch? I'm going to turn down some of these interviews. Yeah, you get a lot of playoff checks, maybe another ring or two. You know, not a bad gig. Uh, a lot of questions about Miami, a lot of questions yeah. about Dallas. You know, we'll, we'll talk about those this week and going forward, obviously. But, you know. One quick it, note it, on both of those, though. Yeah. Teams will be, you know, you're disappointed, you lose. We had this conversation uh, a few days ago, last week. I don't remember which episode it was, but it was uh, it might have been the mailbag episode. But it was essentially like, okay, well, you move on from Tua. You move on from Dak. You move on from Mike McCarthy, whatever it is. Uh, we had, we've had this conversation a lot with Kirk Cousins. It's like, mm-hmm. You're you're still better than half the league, right? So wh- right. Wh- where this is when the Josh Allen, Patrick right. Mahomes, like the guy on the other side, Patrick Mahomes is not available. So where do you go from Tua if you think that he's not it, right? And so that's that's the difficulty of of where those teams are. No are doubt. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's different than the Bears where you have the first overall pick and you can take a shot at door number yeah. two that looks really exciting. I mean, right. obviously this will be so much offseason talk. And there's really five of them. I mean, I'm convinced, maybe more. I mean, I think Herbert could be that guy. Burrow could be that guy. This wasn't their year. Stroud and Love are turning into that guy. I think Stafford could be that guy, you know, and the other obvious ones. But what do I get to, eight? <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. And, and that's some of them are kind of there sometimes, kind of not. Like Hertz is yeah, like, yeah. Oh, MVP. It's like, oh, and now what's going on? So uh, right. Hertz. Lamar, stay healthy. Yeah, right, exactly. Um, CJ Stroud, more on Stroud. More on the Eagles, the Bucks, the Steelers, the Bills. Next. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel, America's number one sports book. A special offer for our listeners. Get 150 in extra bonus bets at FanDuel. The NFL regular season over. NFL playoffs are here and still tons of ways to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Seen a couple of big lines already in next week's game. So if you like some of those pesky underdogs in the playoffs that might be where the money is made next week more on those when we're making picks and previewing the divisional round of playoff games right now new customers at FanDuel get 150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place your first five dollar bet that's 150 bucks in bonus bets win or lose the app is easy to use there are so many different ways to play Love me some parlays. Love me some draft props. Those are two of my favorite ways to bet. There's live same-game parlays. You can make a parlay in the Parlay Hub, the best way to find popular parlays. Tons more. New Explore tab to find the bets you want in any number of sports, and I mean any number of sports, available to get in on the action with at FanDuel. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make that first bet a layup. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Okay, C.J. Stroud, D'Amico Ryans, uh, I mean, Bobby Slowick, first-time play caller. He's the offensive coordinator. He wasn't calling plays before this. First-timers across the board, you thought, man, no way this season could possibly go this well. Winning playoff games, winning their division, Matt. And how about this for poetic 
beating the Browns, the team that traded for their know, quarterback, awesome. allowed them to get name the player that's on their team right now, Will Anderson pick, uh, you, you know, trading up. And guess what? They traded the Browns pick and not theirs, which I crushed them for. I thought they were insane. <laughs> they chose to send the Brown picks and then just beat the Browns in the playoffs. So now they will be That's picking awesome. earlier because they have their own pick or they traded their own pick, which is actually later now than the Cleveland Browns pick. Unbelievable. So I'm going to steal this probably verbatim from Nate Tice, but he mentioned it on a podcast I was listening to this morning on the way to the station. He said, look at what are the pieces every team wants? A young head coach, quarterback, left tackle, pass catchers, an edge rusher, and a corner. That's like all their best players. (laughs) And I, I wanted to mention the corner because my first note after watching both AFC games were Sneed and Stingley. And I think Jari Alexander deserves this credit too, but some shutdown corner play, Stingley on Amari Cooper, I thought was absolutely huge in this game. And Flacco turned into a pumpkin, and you know the Browns don't do well in playoffs. Oh, and by the way, they still have their 24, 24 first rounder and third rounder as well. So in the draft, the the, the Texans do. And so let's go mm-hmm. to uh, let's go to D'Amico Ryan's said quote talking about C.J. Stroud. He's a special young man. Our whole team is leaning on him, and he has the shoulders to carry that weight. Uh, that's phenomenal for a, a rookie quarterback. Unbelievable. First rookie to ever lead uh, the NFL in passing yards per game. One of three quarterbacks, not just rookie quarterbacks, one of three quarterbacks ever to lead the NFL in passing yards per game. TD to interception ratio in the same season. Joining who? Tom Brady and Joe Montana, like special right. doing right now. Youngest quarterback ever, uh, youngest starting quarterback ever to guide his team to um, to a playoff win. And I mean, the list just goes on and on. Unbelievable season. For Remarkable. They like a stratospherical superstar potential ascending talent that we're seeing right now. Yeah. I mean, he's I, I was a little reluctant to dive in the deep end on this guy just think i need to see a little more a little more and boy he's his accuracy is like drew Brees. you know like i mean the where where he puts the football time and time again just blows me away mm-hmm. uh bobby slowick though yeah helping himself out in, in potential head coach conversations even though he's been a play caller for one year really dialed up some nice ones and uh and it's not like they have the most help on offense with cj stroud either as his head coach alluded to a second ago no question. No question. Uh, let's go to the Eagles. I'm blown away, Matt. What's going on right now as we approach Monday Night Football? Um, the negativity with this Eagles team, p- people are talking about the Eagles. They're talking about themselves internally as if they've just lost a playoff game. They haven't played one yet. I've never seen this much negativity around a team before they've played a playoff game. This is wild. It really is. And I'm going to pick the Bucks to win, too. I just think they're in a better place. I don't like the back seven of the Eagles. And I think, you know, Godwin and Evans and those guys can have success. I think White can catch a ton of passes against their linebackers. And I just remember not that long ago and um, Todd Bowles scheming stuff up that was messing with Hurts. And, you know, the Eagles have their share of injuries. They just feel like they're in a bad place. You know, Patricia's taking over your defense and everyone's looking at him like, why are you in charge of anything at any more of this stage of your career? And, the head coach lost both his coordinators, and that looks very, very obvious. More and more as the season goes on, as some of your best players don't have quite their fastballs anymore. 
I don't love the Bucs, but I just think the Eagles are in a bad spot right now. That being said, they could win by 30. You know I mean? When time you're listening to this, you're like, Matt, you're dumb. You know? I, I'm with you, though. And by the way, the uh, the Buccaneers or the Eagles on the road are still favored by three points. Yeah. So, yeah, that's I'm, easy. I'm leaning Home towards a Buck win. Yeah. Buccaneers, they're, they're playing a little bit better. And look, I don't have I, I don't think either one of these teams gets gets past the next round. Whoever wins and they're they're going to Detroit to face the Lions. Um, but the Eagles quarterback is hurt. Like he's got a broken middle finger on his throwing hand. So yeah, I, don't, right. I don't know how you, you get past that and his best weapon on offense. And there's some other weapons, but AJ Brown's not playing. So um, nothing good right now. Vibe wise for the Eagles going into a playoff game. And maybe some of the worst vibes I can ever remember Me going too. into a playoff game. I hope it's not true, but I can just see Vita Vea falling on Hertz in the first quarter. And then, that hand and you know, I was like, Oh man, you know, I hope it doesn't happen, but boy, I just, nothing's going their way right now. Does it even affect the tush push, you know, holding on to the yeah, football, yeah. you know, if, if you can't throw well, well, you might got to run, you have to run more. Is it, is it going to affect his ability to, to hold on to the ball too? So smashing um, into helmets and things. Yeah. You know, right. How about, the, how about the broken helmet from Patrick Mahomes? Have you ever seen that? That's unbelievable. I, I can't believe no one noticed it for a whole play. And it kind of just end up being – I want to talk about their red zone woes were a little bit of a problem or that could game could have even gotten further away from that was one mm-hmm. of them. But that was bonkers. I mean, it had been so cold to crack a helmet. Yeah, that's nuts. Uh, so we talked about vibes with the Eagles. What are the Steelers' vibes? Because um, the game gets moved to Monday now. Uh, it's going to be starting here in a little bit. So, uh, you know, we did this one last because a lot of folks when they listen to this podcast, the game will have already started or have have ended mm-hmm. by that point. Buffalo, huge favorites here by 10 against the Steelers. We already made our picks for this game, so we didn't expect it to be on Monday. But what has changed with the time change now for this game for you, Matt? I think it helps the Bills quite a bit, you know, because before it was the wind were going to be so extreme and the weather was going to be noticeably worse than what we saw in Kansas City in terms of the snowfall and really the wind. And Buffalo's a more talented team. They have the better quarterback. I think, you know, before, if they would have played this earlier, you could narrow the playing field, give it to Najee Harris a hundred times. I still think the Steelers could keep it close. But the only thing that I think that benefits them with the weather being more reasonable is I think Pickens and Johnson can have success against these corners, which are really banged up in you know, now I actually think they may throw the ball outside the numbers down the field where I didn't think they would going into the game. Yeah, which still doesn't help them against a team that can do that better as well. They can do it anyways, right. The bills. And, you know, obviously it's not going to be great weather. It's it 17 no. degrees and there's still snow everywhere, but it's not going to be that active storm wrecking the game like it could have been. So there was like um, 50 yeah. mile an hour gusts, you know, like yeah. you couldn't, the kick, I, I think you'd go for two every time. And I mean, the, the way it was laid out, now it's mm-hmm. going to just be a, a bizarre cold weather game, but not rare. You know, a normal bad weather game instead of yeah, yeah. A, just a screwy, screwy game. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Bills, I think it's going to be a Bills blowout. I think it's going to be similar to what we saw with, um, with Chiefs and and Dolphins here in this one. Although the Steelers might be able to muster a little bit more than the Dolphins did in this one. Uh, yeah, give me the Buffalo Bills, and I'm even going to give up the ten, which I would not have previously with the game getting moved. Yeah, I put a couple ducats on Steelers plus 10 when I thought this thing was going to be in an obscene blizzard. Now I'm not as no, confident. <laughs> betting angle. I wonder right. like, does that nullify v- bets because you know because the league is in bed with betting now too. And I'm sure I didn't get any good. notifications. Hey, do you want to pull your bet? <laughs> right. Sure there's a ton of people that bet on the Steelers that would not have knowing that the game is so that that changes 100%. a lot and absolutely I think does help the Buffalo Bills here. So 
there we go. That is the wild card round so far. We'll be back tomorrow. We will know exactly what those matchups will be next week in the divisional round of the playoffs. Get your questions in as well for our mailbag this week at BD Peacock at Williamson NFL or drop a comment, uh, drop a question in the YouTube comments section. Matt and I back tomorrow. Peacock and Williamson. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.